Chung. Bum 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 bum. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Wine, Wine, and Once, a Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm Lo. And I'm Dee. And welcome to a bad time. And what a bad time it is. <laughs> oh, oh. If you have just found us, we apologize. Because what you have found is chaos. We are going through the show once upon a time, episode by episode, so you don't have to. We're going through plot points, characters, plot holes, plot holes, some more plot holes. Things we just made up. That as well. There are a number of things that didn't happen, but in our hearts, they did happen. Absolutely. And we will hear about all of those. We (laughs) are, you know, we've been watching this show for as long as it has existed, which is almost 11 years to the day. Actually, by the time this comes out, it will be... It will be past. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. So we've been watching this show for 11 years and we have not stopped. It's no. how we became friends. It is, which is a terrible sentiment. It should probably it, tell you something about the quality of our friendship. That it started off strong and got weird at the end. <laughs> it was nice in theory, but in execution flawed. <laughs> it was a good concept, but now everyone's uncomfortable with it. Yeah, it, it was a good concept, but now we're making it everyone else's problem. <laughs> yeah, the season seven reboot of our friendship was real weird. Real weird. <laughs> I particularly cared for the musical episode, though. <laughs> That's most episodes, to be fair. Exactly. So it's better. So it's better. Yeah. But yeah, 11 uh, yeah. years of this, of this bullshit. So uh, with watching it that many times, we have to shake it up, which means we are... Paying attention to certain things this time, otherwise it's just unbearable. It, it is a lot. There's mm-hmm. a mind-numbing quality if you watch too many of these in a row. Correct. So you need something like a beacon to focus on so you don't yeah. you know, start zoning out and sobbing softly to yourself. Yeah. So as we watch, I'm paying attention to magic bean usage. How many times we were told, hey, guess what? We don't have any more magic beans. Oh, wait, look, a magic bean. More times than you'd think. Uh-huh. I'm also seeing how many times we have a giant town curse. By town, it's our main cast, not full town. We tweak it a little bit, but anytime our main characters fall under a giant curse of sorts. A general curse. A yeah. curse that affects more than a single person or two Correct. people. Really. Yeah. More times than you'd think. Uh-huh. And last but not least, I'm paying attention to Emma's superpower, or rather lack thereof, seeing how often her quote-unquote lie detector works or does not work. I don't know whether to say it's more or less times than you think, but either way, it's not right. It's more than you'd think. (laughs) It's not good. It's not. Her batting average is not great. This season is really rough. She hasn't used it very often, but when it, when, mm, Oh, but when she does, <laughs> it do not work. <laughs> she swings for the fences <laughs> and hits the umpire with her bat. Yes. She rolls a lot of nat ones. Yeah. You know. She has a negative one wisdom. Um, That's what I'm looking at as we go through this rewatch for the umpteenth time. Yes. How about and you? I am... Working very hard to create the definitive family tree of the Charmings. Sure. 
a noble there's, effort. There's already too many lines that go in too many directions, so oftentimes I may refer to it as the tumbleweed, because really, that's what it is. There is no beginning, there is no end. We're all in this together, there is, friends. There is no God here. There is no future, there is no past. <laughs> like... Live this moment as your last. Exactly. There's only <laughs> us. There's only this. Forget regret. Oh, it's another musical episode of our friendship. <laughs> exactly. Would you like that? <laughs> what do you know? It's almost every one. Uh-huh. Other than that, I am keeping track of all romantic relationships. Mostly officially. Most of the time, they're mm-hmm. official. They kiss on screen. They have are mentioned to have a romantic relationship. Sure. They're said to be married, whatever that is. Um, But also, I am keeping track of all of those relationships that did not, could not, or would not set sail. um, Because of either when this show aired, or it was very clearly somebody's pet little headcanon. And every time they got to write an episode, this popped up, but never again. Correct. (laughs) So, we have a three-strike rule here on Wine, Wine, and Once. That means three separate episodes with three separate moments of tension, and you earn your way onto what we like to call colloquially, wow, that is hard to say today. It's a big word. It is. It's a big word for Elmo. It is. And, um, I said that to someone at work today. They did not laugh. (laughs) wrong and i'm sorry yeah exactly um but yeah it we we call it the fuck fern mm-hmm. i don't I'm know sure why <laughs> it just because is i was drunk and said things which is often how things in this friendship go <laughs> yeah cackle of cocks i can only That's assume it. i can only assume as well i can only if it's a gaggle of geese assume it's a cackle of cocks tell me i'm wrong you're not incorrect i it, thank you the logic check it's sound it, it's sound it is yeah so um how how you doing how's it going good I'm gonna, oh actually before we'll do oh um if it wasn't obvious uh spoilers y'all yeah spoilers we ahead spoil spoilers ahoy. we don't care we don't care we will spoil you for everything so we would say listen to the episode before, but it's not going to save you. We'll talk about season five, season six, season seven. Doesn't matter. Right. It, especially, we try to keep things contained to what's in the episode. We're not going to just spoil things for spoiler's sake. But, but sometimes things are connected in a way that we can't not talk call about. It out there, like, there are things in this episode that we just watched yep. today that connect to things that occur later in the show. It's so, come someone's up. clearly forgotten. So. Yep. so, But we have not. But, oh, I have not. This was not show, a show not made for binging, and boy, have I binged it. Correct. So if spoilers are something that bother you, I guess, listen, listen, go watch the entire show. We'll see you in, like, two months. If Otherwise, you binge it, it's probably going to take you, like, a week. You can do true. ten episodes a day. Yeah. Do I believe it. in you. Who's you can watch a you? season a day. Maybe two. Maybe two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. a nice leisurely play pace. It is. It's doable. 
So do that. Uh, yeah. We're also on social media. We're oh, on yeah. Instagram. Our handle is wine, wine, and once. Wine the beverage first. There you go. Well done. Thank, thank well you. Well done. Thank you. And our Gmail is wine, wine, and once at gmail.com. Once again, the alcohol comes first. Uh, as it always has and should. Correct. And speaking of the alcohol, what are you drinking? What's happening? What's new? I have a rather large glass of Chardonnay today. I didn't I like that. necessarily mean to pour this much, but here we are. Here we, so, here we are. That's that's like where it. I'm at. Um, so that'll be interesting because I've got a lot of, of words to say as the reader this week. Oh, you do. Have fun. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, what are you drinking? Well, I was going to have a wine. And, yes, a wine. I was going to have a wine. A singular. Uh, but, you know. Now I have a headache, so I decided probably wine on top of that would be a sad choice. Fair enough. So instead I'm having some very delicious Raising Cane sweet tea. There you go. Some sugar. Yep, yep. Get so what's sh- exciting, but at least one of us brought the wine, so we're still on brand. So we're still safe. I brought the wine whining because I'm angry about the headache. See, it's wine, wine. Yeah, you're the second wants. wine. You, br- you brought the second wine. <laughs> That's what it is every week. One of us needs to bring the second wine. The second wine. Oh, I can always bring that second wine. <laughs> Let's be clear. I just happen I... to bring both most weeks. Ooh, very prepared. Yeah, you know, I like what's, to be overprepared. What's making you wine and wine this week? <laughs> what is making me wine and wine this week? Um, Nothing n- new in particular we've discussed, but you know, adults are annoying. Adults are annoying. That's that's it. That's yeah. that's it. That's what I'm whining about. I'm I'm tired of adults. Yeah. They can they can act like Stop. adults every now and again, and that would be nice. Please, you know, ironically, the same thing. I, I'm also sick of adults. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the adults have seen particularly adulty lately. Yeah, but not Name in a good calling, way. Throwing tantrums. It's weird. He, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. So. That makes me want to wine and wine. And I usually would do both. But again, headache for sweet tea and wine. You know. Has close not enough. the same ring to it. So wine and no. wine. No. Wine and wine. But yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm very excited. We get to see each other this weekend. Yeah. It's birthday party. It is. So let's see how concise I can be with this. Okay. Every year we celebrate our birthday party. Lowe's birthday is in September. And mine is in November, so we meet in the middle and have our party in October. So that's what this is. It is our birthday party. Well done. You're getting so Thank good you. at that. I it's need gonna everyone. It's going to go down the hill on Saturday. Oh, I mean, it's going to be all fucked up on Saturday. Yeah. Don't worry. I need you to know the attempts. This has been at least seven years in the making. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been so we've been doing this for quite some time. Right. We have birthdays that are almost to the day, two months apart. And so we do our best to meet exactly in the middle and celebrate. And the number of times it has been, it's her birthday. Well, it's not her birthday. It's also not my birthday, but it is our birthday. Um, They wear birthday buttons and they say, oh, it's both of your birthdays. And I panic. And you say no. Because the people pleaser me is like, I cannot lie to this person. They need to know the truth. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we finally gotten to the truth that has always been there. It's, it's a party. Birthday. It's a birthday party, which is not often on your actual birthday. Right. Many times it is not. Especially Who with friends. Was it? 
one year a character in Disneyland did call me a liar. I think it was the Mad Hatter and it really flustered me, like stressed me out. Was it the Mad Hatter or was it Cap? Or was it Bert? I don't think Bert would call you out. No. He's it's, usually it's pretty either funny. Either Cap or the Mad it, Hatter, but I was like really stressed. It had it to have been Cap. Was it the day that I was drinking and he was like, oh, cut Probably. her off? Like, what a dick. <laughs> Dee's got issues with Captain America. <laughs> It's because we both are vying for your love and affection and we have like this, Mm -hmm. we're going to fight each other because we both, yeah, I think, well, he doesn't know that. I don't think he's going to fight me, but he's my nemesis and he doesn't know this. (laughs) Oh, this is a Lin-Manuel Miranda situation. Yes, there's aggression though. So he fights back and he's like, I don't like what this is. Okay, I don't like, yeah, he just looks at Dee and is like, I don't like your energy. (laughs) The the Lin-Manuel Miranda story is a surprise ask a tool for later they're nemesis that's, for- that's it yeah we're nemeses nemesis nemes- i just say nemesis it's it's not a real word but i've just it decided you guys are nemesis we are we are um he might even know it honestly it's possible at this point Listen, you cut a guy in line for coffee he might know you hate his guts i don't actually hate his guts for the record but we're we are nemesis yeah no that's i mean that's he that's just how it is mm-hmm. just how it is well well, yeah. um, yeah. Well, should we well, should we cheers? Yeah, let's. I'm not tempted to cheers. It's like cardboard cup right now. Good <laughs> God. Let's see. If, let's see if mine is empty enough to <laughs> to clink. It's. A, I have to be clear. It is not that full. But it's just I don't. Stem- I don't usually fill up a stemless glass this full. Right. Exactly. To That's halfway. Because it's, it's stemless. Exactly. It feels full, in a way that it's not usually. Anyway. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, let us see what Disney Plus has to say about this season two, episode sixteen, "The Miller's Daughter." One of my favorite episodes. It's a, it's a good, episode. it's a good one. All right. <sighs> Cora's desire to rid herself of Rumpelstiltskin in order to take his place as the Dark One mm-hmm. takes one step closer to becoming reality. In the fairy tale land that was, Rumpelstiltskin offers his services to a younger Cora. I'm upset about that word, and you know it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't like the wording that he offers his services to a younger Cora, because I recognize in the context of this, it's supposed to be like, oh, in the past, so mm-hmm. it's younger, but in the context of offering to a younger Cora, it's like, oh, she's much younger than him. Yeah. yeah. Like a young, young child Cora. It just yeah, doesn't uh, yeah. work for me. Or just a Cora that is younger. Not this Cora, just a Cora. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another random uh, younger Cora. Um We are y- back to calling it the fairy tale land that was. Yeah. So sure. Good on Great. them. Um just a heads up for anybody who um hasn't watched the episode, there's an ungodly amount of sniffing in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I it was upsetting. It was, it, it's real it, it, upsetting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. all. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah. There's nothing incorrect about this summary. No. I just don't like it. I just don't like what it's telling me about because even though this is my favorite, one of my favorite episodes, I think it's a really just a good, solid hour of television. Um, Absolutely. I don't, that doesn't mean I have to like what I see on it. <laughs> no. No. 
Well, would you like to tell us what we see? Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. Um, I'm going to take a sip of wine. Do it. Take a hefty sip because, my God. All right. Here we go. We are We're in for it now. All right. So this is episode 16 called The Miller's Daughter. It was written by Jane Espenson and directed by Ralph Hemmicker. I don't know who either of these people are, but that being said, um, mm-hmm. Jane Espenson, prolific writer, has written for like Gilmore Girls, Buffy, Angel. So stands to reason she, that this is a pretty yep. solid episode. Yep, yep. 31 episodes of the series itself she wrote. Mm-hmm. Which so is I, a lot of episodes. Considering there's about 20 per season and seven seasons. She wrote a third of the show, essentially. She's right? written, no, that's no. not how you do math. That's not no. math at all. I'm... She's she's written about one-seventh of the show. Yeah, that's better. I don't know what I just did with that math. I do not know. I don't know how, where you got one-third. <laughs> that, I don't I, I don't. I don't. I don't know where that came from, girl. I studied English in college. I don't know what you want from me. That's fair. That's fair. You haven't had to do math in years. Nope. All right. Well, shall we dive in? Let us. All right. Well, we open in the Enchanted Forest at a mill. The miller's daughter wakes the miller up. He seems to be insinuated to be hungover and or still drunk. Attaboy. She's mad because he is not doing his share of the work and the flower was meant to be delivered already at the palace. So she... Lazy, lazy. She herself would like to be able to eat this week. So she takes her little wheelbarrow and rolls it on off towards the palace. She gets to the palace. She unloads the flower from the cart and she's carrying it in by hand. When this princess strolls by... And just fucking trips her. <laughs> so intentionally. No, no. Sees her, looks at her, sh- like. We see her shoe. Choice. We see her shoe stick out from underneath her skirt simply to trip this poor woman it's who is. unprompted. Yeah. There's no reason for it. There's she's just no like. No dialogue exchanged. Nope. No, no ugly look. Made. Nope. She's just like, ooh, look. A peasant. A peasant I can harm. What a sociopath, really. Uh-huh. This must be a terrible person. This must be a really awful person. Like, you're not Probably suppo- the worst kind Surely of you're not supposed to like this person we've just no. watched intentionally no. trip someone. Surely. But, you know, it's fine. We're on that later. Miller's daughter goes tripping and falls to the floor and makes a mess because the flower goes everywhere. And she starts to kind of yell at the princess for making the mess because... Well, she doesn't know she's a princess. She just thinks she's a random... She's a very nice, lengthily dressed lady. She's a nice lady, but not nice. She's she's dressed in finery. So it's very clearly like she's somebody important. But she's going she's going to yell at her anyway. And the king comes and uh, is like, oh, are you all right? And the miller's daughter starts to say, yeah, I'm fine, except for this, you know. Idiot. Idiot. And he's like, no, shut up. Not you. Um, princess. 
princess. <laughs> Are you all right? She's like, my shoe is ruined because there's like three specks of flour on it. <laughs> on her white shoe, by the way. I'm pretty sure they're like an off, like. They're like a pink. They they're yeah, like okay, pink. They go with her, like her gown. Pink. They're a very pale pink. You can't even see where the flower is. Surely they're we're ruined. not meant to like this person. Obviously. No, this person's probably the villain of the episode, I would assume. I would think. I certainly would. Of the would. show, even. Yeah. I certainly would think that, man, we're about to get some backstory on this human being. This is my new nemesis. The prince is also there, and he believes that the miller's daughter surely didn't mean any harm. But in the falling king, down. In falling down and <laughs> spilling some flour, obviously. And the king is like, yeah, no, we're not going to pay for the flour unless you apologize to the princess. And the miller's daughter is like, I will not be apologizing to this wretch of a human being. And he's like, this is a princess. This is Princess Ava. <laughs> oh, no, surely you don't mean Ava. Surely this so would not be. perfect mother who has been painted as the, the paragon of kindness and love. Simply, oh, certainly not. And certainly not, you know, within the last two episodes. Huh. Okay, anyway. It's Prince Ava. Princess Ava. And why? You know, she he King's like, what's your name? Miller's daughter, girl, peasant person. And it's revealed. This is Cora. Young so Cora. Me, so you mean to tell me that Regina's last name is Mills because she is the Miller's, Miller's daughter's, daughter's daughter? Daughter? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Fantastic. She's the Miller's granddaughter. <laughs> Cool that she kept that. Cool that she kept that with her. As a treat. You know, it's fine. Remember your humble roots. Um, (laughs) Cora is forced to kneel and apologize, and she's forced to stay kneeling until all of the nobility passes. Otherwise, they, again, won't buy from her ever again. Big yike. She's upset about this. Rightfully so. We're back in story. Well, it's kind of storybook. We're outside of storybook. We're arriving in storybook on the Jolly Roger, which Neil and Henry are piloting and steering into port. Gold is dying below deck. Emma comes into the room and is like, "You look uncomfortable." And he's like, "Yeah, you know, poison will do that to a person." <laughs> I feel like that's what this entire show is saying to me. You look uncomfortable. Yeah, poison will do that to a yeah. person. This Truly. show is poison. Truly. And I am uncomfortable. Yeah. And so she's like, well, mm, okay, that's an uncomfortable talking. So your dagger. <laughs> he's like, hey, um, could Regina and Cora make you kill us all? And he's like, yep. And he goes, hmm. why this is a problem. Yeah, this is a problem. So are you, you're probably just hoping I die before we get there. And she's like, no, we're going to save you because you're family. Okay. So that's what we do for family, I guess. Mm-hmm. David talks to Mary Margaret on the phone about Gold's injury, but they don't know that Cora and Regina have a wiretap and have tapped their phone <laughs> and are listening in. Beautiful. And Mary Margaret. I love that we're not shown how this happens. No. Nope. It nope. has just happened. At some <laughs> just point. accept it. 
Sakura has gone into their home while they were sleeping. I guess. Like, my god. They're just like, okay, sure, there's a wiretap now. Magical wiretap, but it's not a magical wiretap is the weird part. Yep. It's a physical wiretap. Like, yep. In a spy novel or what law enforcement would use. Mary Margaret calls Cora a wicked woman and Cora suddenly morphs into a cat and just like backhands the wire, the listening device off of the desk. And Regina's like, the fuck? And Cora's like, I didn't like what the enchanted box was saying. That's fair. So Cora is a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Heartless, catty, petty. Yeah. Only wants attention when it's on her terms. Knocks things off shelves. Keely's cat is named Cora. I really think I, we're on to I think we, I, I'm concerned about reincarnation. Um, <laughs> have we have we broached this topic of conversation with her? We might need to have a sit down. Keely, if you're listening to this, um, we need to talk. Have you considered your cat might be the reincarnated Cora? <laughs> Just, you know. Something to consider. Just, you know, it's fine. Think about it. Mull it over. Yeah. Anyway, Cora is worried that their plans are going to change because Gold knows about the dagger. And Regina says, he well, he can't fight it against us because he's right. very, very injured. Letters from Rumpelstiltskin's dagger start disappearing. And Cora says, oh, he's more than just injured. Because apparently that's what happens when a dark one starts to die as the letters start disappearing it's a very enchanted rose situation with the letters this last petal will fall um yeah i guess they're, so they're I, really taking that beast trope as far as they can with him good for them. yeah yeah it's a whole thing um so cora looks at that and like oh no he's more than injured he's dying so apparently no apparently the power will dissipate. His power will dissipate when he dies and the Dark One will cease to exist. All of the magic will just go into the air and no one can use it and no longer will there be a Dark One. Right. So I feel five. this is important and I think <laughs> you should write it down. I, I can't even get into it. Because I'll get so furious, well, but that is absolutely not the case in Season 5. We, we're going to come back Emma. to this. We're coming oh. back to this. We're coming Good. back to this right after later. the right summary. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need to we need to have a conversation about that. Um, Cora is like, there's only one solution. Obviously. Obviously. Sure. The solution is I have to stab Rumple with the dagger to get the power. That feels right. And Regina is yeah. like, okay, well, if Henry knows you stabbed Rumpelstiltskin, um... I'm never going to see him again <laughs> because he will hate me. <laughs> so how how is this helping? What's the plan? What's, I'm no longer sure I'm, that this plan it has to do with me. It's it's the bowler hat guy. Not, I don't really know if this plan was thought out. Yeah, 100%. From Meet the Robinson. Yeah, 100%. So Regina becomes suspicious because she's like, um, I think Cora, you might just want all of this power. And Cora's like, no, no, it's to protect our family and for you. And it'll keep us from having to spend the rest of our lives kneeling. Because, you know, she's got a whole thing about not being made to kneel now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. By which I mean, you know, bending the knee, not kneel 
the character. Neil Fire. Neil Fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the Enchanted Forest, Cora attends a masquerade ball? What? First of all, okay, number one. Never officially explained how she gets this dress. She's in this beautiful red dress. The king makes later makes a comment about it being stolen, but we're not shown this. We're she's just here. Second second side point. What sort of chokehold did masquerades have on us in the 2010s? I believe it is entirely because of the previous decade, the film version of the Phantom of the Opera coming out in the masquerade scene having a chokehold on all of us individually and then as Truly, a society together how many different masquerade balls did the pretty little liars go to god because it was more than one because okay you want my actual actual theory uh-huh because lazy is not the right word but it's easy writing if you want a way to get a character somewhere unnoticed and to get away with stuff they wouldn't otherwise and to talk to people they would normally be allowed Precisely. to talk, talk to. Absolutely. Yeah, about lazy writing because it does work in some forums. It does make sense. Yep. It is an easy way to get you get you there. Yes. You don't really have to explain how they got there. You can just go masquerade trope. Done. Done. There's a masquerade. This one, they didn't even bother getting us the dress. They were just like, no. I don't know. She it found a fucking go. dress. She just had it. I don't know. Or figured out. I am curious if there was a, a deleted, a deleted scene. scene. Yeah, maybe. Um, so Cora walks up to this man and is like, you know what? This is such a weird little ball for, you know, the king to sell off his his son. All of these right. ladies just here vying for the chance to purchase this boy, basically. Sure. And she does use the word purchase. Like, there's a lot of talk yeah. of buying and selling of a person. This, this- the prince is kind of made out to be a full idiot for whatever good, like, no good reason. They're just like, yeah, this guy's a This guy's just here. Idiot. Um, yeah, they, they don't give him a personality. They don't yeah, try to. No. And the guy is like, oh, you're bold. And she, like, looks at him and goes, oh, sh- sh- shit. Oh, underneath the mask, you are the person who tried to defend me. You are the prince. And she is like, ooh. And he's like, well, dance with me. And so they dance. And Cora says, I don't want to get in the way of, you know, all of these. She does call herself a goose. Oh, yes, she does. Oh, well, I am a goose, aren't I? <laughs> Which <laughs> is all. great. I just... No, that's important. That's wildly important. And so they dance and he's like, well, okay, so if you're not into coming to purchase me, why are you here? And she's like, well, free food, obviously. <laughs> Same girl. Free food Free, free food and booze. Yeah, like, same. Free food. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, they're dancing, and then the king interrupts. And he right. dances with Cora, and he's like, Yeah, your stolen dress will do nothing to hide your insolence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you have hay on your dress. You have straw on your dress. You brought the mill with you. They don't show us that. and That would be just simple thing for them to have... Him, like, Hat? pull a piece of yeah, straw off of her. Hair. I, yeah. I don't know. There was something really easy they could have done there. Yeah. No, fully. Didn't even bother. But he demands that she leave. And she says, and he's like, all you can offer is straw. You have nothing to offer us. And 
Cora, because we know her to be a proud and perhaps foolhardy woman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. claims to be able to spin straw into gold, but now she has been angered, and so he will not reap the benefits because it's very it's been made clear that the kingdom is in debt. The reason they're trying to find the prince a a, a, a rich wife is because they need mm-hmm. the money. Yeah, it's actually, the masquerade's actually a fundraiser put on by the PTA to try to get some funds for the kingdom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're trying their best. Uh-huh. It's just, it's a thing. And so she's like, you know what? You've angered me. You will not reap the benefits of my straw. Have fun whoring your son. We get a whore. We do get a whore. <laughs> <laughs> we get a whoring. <laughs> this is... Do we get a whore in season one? Doesn't or is it just on the? It was this tramp. We get a tramp. We get a tramp. I don't know that anybody said. I can't remember if anybody actually says the word whore. This one they did. Rhyme time. We get a whore. They did say whore. Um, so that was their PG thirteen moment for the for the episode. He the king drags Cora before she can leave. He drags her in front of the ballroom and is like, this, she says she can claim straw to gold and everybody laughs. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and she says, and he goes, bring it forth a spindle. Let's see it. And she's like, it takes time to gather my thoughts, which is a weird way of saying like, I can't do this on command. Yeah. She can't just do it at all. Instantaneous. But. Just say like, with what spinning wheel and straw in the ballroom, right? Well, and he starts to he go. He does say like, bring a spinning wheel, That's but true. she could also just be like, oh no, like I will not give. Yeah. I'm not going to give up my secrets. Yeah, like or, I I will do this in private. I have to do my, to my yeah has to be my spinning wheel at home, whatever it is, but. He offers a deal. She will stay the night locked in a tower with Ooh. some straw and some spicy. And a spinning wheel. And she'll spin the straw into gold. And if she does that, she can marry the prince. Or, also, if she doesn't do that, she can die. Stunning. And the prince is like, sounds like a fair deal. Doesn't seem Proceed to have a problem plan. with this. Back he in, sounds like a real catch. Just, I think she should hashtag husband him up. Yeah, absolutely. Hashtag husband him up. Back in Storybrooke, David and Mary Margaret help gold to David's truck. Right. And David asks Rumple if he's being controlled with the dagger. And Rumple's like, hey, yeah, if I was, you would all be dead. <laughs> you'd fucking know. <laughs> you'd be aware because you'd be dead. Maybe you would be unaware because you'd be dead. It'd be like a murder Pinocchio situation. He'd be puppeted to kill people. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mary Margaret says they're going to do anything and everything to protect their family. And David is like, you keep talking about this killing thing. That killing goes beyond doing protection. You keep saying it like it's like a a just in the moment thing. It, It has repercussions and... yeah. You know, let's think about this, darling dearest. And Mary Margaret's like, no, Cora's the reason you never got to meet my mom, Ava. And he's like, hey, I hate what happened to Ava, but... I don't, Ava's a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just watched Ava happen. Um, I think we're all better for her being gone. <laughs> quite frankly. 
that's the way she's acting. So he's like, no, no, my darling, my love, my darling is snow. You, you have the purest heart of all the people I've ever met. And you are going to stay that way, which feels a little patronizing. Um, Doesn't it though? <laughs> Gold's like, take me back to my shop. Emma arrives and is like, hey, how are you feeling? And he's like, I'm feeling stronger. Take me to my shop. Uh-huh. And uh, Henry's going to go stay with Ruby because Ruby's here, I guess. Ruby is here. <laughs> Ruby at the docks, we suppose. Yeah, Ru- Ruby was just hanging by the docks and um, she's going to keep Henry out of the fray, whatever that means. Sure. Again, I don't know what people are expecting to happen when you have people... Villains who can teleport. But, fine. Right? Whatever. We're back in the Enchanted Forest. Cora's locked in the tower. She's staring out the window when all of a sudden, from nowhere, (laughs) it's Rumpelstiltskin. He appears and he's like, yeah, you, you could escape out the window. It wouldn't work, though, because you would be dead. You're too far. Uh-huh. You're too high up. You can't do that. And she's like, "How'd you get in? If you came, got in, I can get out." And he's like, "Move, moving on." They exchange names. This, this is interesting to me because at first I thought that maybe um, Cora mentioned the straw into gold because Rumpelstiltskin was a known yeah entity, but it becomes very clear she has no idea who he is. No idea who he is. Doesn't know how he got in the room. Like, there is no, like, yeah. oh, the legends are real. Nothing. No. No. Because as just... we established last episode, he is an urban legend. He's been around forever because the Ogre War or was whatever. many, many moons ago. I, we don't, things, time has passed. We yeah. are told maybe hundreds of, we don't overthink it because Mila, it, it, mm. the Mila aging doesn't work right. Nope. <laughs> I just no, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Anyway, that's all. No, because, yeah, no, because they've suddenly made this worse for me. Well, I'm, I guess, I guess Mila dies. Could have happened early. And, and Hook did go to Neverland, so he stops aging. He okay. stops okay. aging. Okay. Yeah, okay. There, okay. There, okay. there's okay. enough loopholes. And he's in uh, the cursed part, or, uh, you know, the, the little cursed yeah. part of the Enchanted Forest that doesn't age. Ugh. I guess. Fine, 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 fine. But yeah, urban legend, Rumble still yeah. she's never fucking heard of him. Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay. Um, and he's she's like, How'd you get in? If you got in, I can get out, and he points to the spinning wheel. And sure. he's like, Hey, just so happens I like to spin straw into gold. Sure. Sure. As we as he is known to do. And she's like, Well, what could I possibly give you? In order, and he's like, well, how convenient. Do you know how to read? And pulls out a contract. It's an amazing little, like, fl- mm-hmm. delightful. Can you read? Can you read? I've got this contract right here for you. He wants her firstborn child because, you know, no we baby never stature. explain why, why he has a, b- a baby room. <laughs> We're back to the baby room from season one, y'all. We never left. <laughs> there will always be a baby the room. The baby room. <laughs> baby room. God. God. And so she's like, okay, like, I will sign this, but also I don't want you to spin the gold. 
I would like you to teach me to spin the gold. A teach a man to fish sort of situation. No, no, it's not a teach a man to fish situation. It is a Lexi Gray from Grey's Anatomy showing up (laughs) on Nick Steamy's door going, teach me. Teach me. Yeah. Teach me. While passionately making out with him and catching him off guard. Mm -hmm. That is what this is. They are not kissing, but the energy is the exact same. Yeah, there is some, there is some. Oh, also really important to mention didn't remember to do it. Um, young Cora, played by Rose McGowan. Oh. Never uh-huh. would have put her as Barbara Hershey's little younger self. Oh. And it makes so much sense. Right. Like, I wouldn't God. have ever thought to put them no. together. And yet, casting it, did. And it was amazing. Yep. So, well done. Well done, casting. All right. So, anyway... Great news. Cora is going to learn to spin straw to gold. Rumples changed the contract so that he'll teach her. And sure. they get started. Back in Storybrook, Gold tells Emma to find a jar in the shop. When she picks it up, something rattles. Turns out it's some invisible chalk. This is Emma's purpose no. in this episode. She has to draw a line with the invisible uh-huh. chalk at the door. Uh-huh. Reminder, it's invisible, so this poor woman is just holding air. Sure. Um, yeah. And everybody else is preparing for battle, basically. So she's drawing a line with air, and Neil and David and Mary Margaret are kind of getting she- ready for battle. I recognize... Okay. Two things. First of all... It would not have been that difficult, she only holds it for five seconds, to have her actually hold something and then edit it out in post. Or teach her how to hold something, have her hold something, and then take it out of her hands so it looks like she might actually be holding something. Also, who holds chalk like this? Hold chalk like this. She should be holding it like this, not like this. You can't see my hands. This is really I'm doing a whole demonstration for oh, one right now really... on how to hold chalk because I'm spicy about it. Here's my question: Why does it have to be invisible? <laughs> Why no, can't it? No, I figured it out because the prop team forgot. They <laughs> forgot to buy chalk that day, <laughs> and they were like, "Well, it's invisible. <laughs> it, it it's invisible chalk. Fuck it." Yeah, yeah. It's a cat. It barks. So it's a mutant cat. cat. <laughs> it's a mutant cat that, situation. That episode's coming up soon, and that Can't did in fact happen. That, they say that. It's weird. Just wait. Absolutely did happen. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody's preparing for battle, and Gold asks Mary Margaret to get him a warmer blanket. So she goes into the cabinet, but when she opens the cabinet, <laughs> oh no. What should be in there? But that is it a murder candle? It's the murder candle. Oh no, it's the murder candle <laughs> from last episode <laughs> that she didn't Dude, use last yeah. time. I just okay. Either his little weird can see into the future shit worked, mm-hmm. and he knew that he would need the candle there for Mary Margaret to find, mm-hmm. or he was just. He had it there hoping that it'd be... Doesn't he say it was for a rainy day or something? Yeah, he like does. He says he was fucking... saving it for a rainy day. 
I wish it had been raining in the episode because then what, what a fucker. Yeah, right. Like, would have been delightful. But alas. Alas. Neil and Emma are talking as Emma scribbles a line on the floor in her special <laughs> invisible chalk. And Neil's like, you missed a spot. Missed and a she's spot. like, don't even fucking start with me. <laughs> At some point, isn't he like, or is this later when he's like, are you bummed that I'm engaged? It's in like, this conversation because okay. he's like, I didn't know you were magical. And he's like, um, you don't get to like, or he's like, it's a surprise you're magical. And he, she's like, um, you don't get to tell me about surprises, Mr. Uh, Engaged. Son of Rumpelstiltskin. And he's oh, like, that too. that's what she starts with. And he's like, did it surprise you that I, uh, did? I didn't mean to surprise you with Tamara. And she's like, you think I care about some dude, my ex-boyfriend is from 10 years ago, is engaged. Oh, 11, to be fair. 11, 11 years. So it's even worse for him. <laughs> 11 years and nine months. Come on. Come let's on. Be. Yeah, let's be on top of things. Like closer to 12 years, Emma. Get your math right. Right. Exactly. And, but they can't get more into it because David interrupts them. Classic and David. Classic David. Oh, also, it's very, very funny when they're getting gold to the shop, like they're loading him into the car. Um, like Henry bounds up and he's like, I drove a ship. My dad taught me. And like, Neil's like, oh, that's me. And David like looks at him like, hmm. I will probably kill you later. <laughs> I'm gonna, I have problems now, but I am going you to have to. You slept with my daughter. You've had sex with my daughter and I don't know how to feel about that. So sure, it was before I knew had her, memories, but still, still, now don't care hmm. for it. So that was very funny. Yes, back um inside the back room where Gold is, Mary Margaret asks Gold if he's actually getting better, and he's like, "Nah, only the candle can <laughs> save me." Interesting of you to say. I think uh-huh. I might come back to that later. Just a hair. I think it's important. I feel you should write it down. She asks, like, hey, why would I use this candle? Um, I wouldn't use it to save your mom, my mom, so why should I use it to save you? And he says, You're sorry ass. Well, you're grown up now. And for the mm-hmm. first time, our priorities actually are in line. Sure. Mary Margaret says, there's no coming back from murder. And he's like, yeah, there's also no coming back from dying, so... Unless it's convenient to the plot, and then you can come back many, 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 as many, 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 many times, times as you want, unless you slept with Regina. Correct. That is the caveat. It is true. Mary Margaret remembers. Hey, I even if I could, even if I decided to make this work, uh, it this only the candle only works if you whisper the name of the victim over them. Like, you have to light the candle and whisper their name over them. Which feels yep. like a weird ceremony now that I'm thinking about it. But. Yeah. Like, you don't that have. Means you don't child. have to whisper the person you're saving's name. No. You have to m- whisper the name of the person you're killing over the person you're killing. So imagine Tiny Snow, Child Snow, just walks up to a person holding a candle and just goes. Low and like the child whispering your name while staring at you. <laughs> well, that part, yeah. But I'm also, I'm like, what? Why is it? 
it all has to, I, I, it's just now occurred to me that I'm like, oh, every step of this ritual you have to do has to do with the victim. There is yep. no part of it. Ritual. Well, there's no part of it that's like, you have to light it over the person you're going to save and right. whisper their name over them and then go do this. No, it's just, um, just go. The magic candle will figure it out. I think, honestly, I interpret it more as the spell is a spell to kill someone as a treat someone comes back to life. You save someone as a result, but... And the magic candle is just gonna figure it out? (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Solid. The death candle will... The murder candle will know who you would like to save. You don't actually need to do any work about that. Um, anyway. She's like, I would need to do that to Korra. I cannot get that close to Korra. And he says, hey, you don't have to do it over, like, their chest. A heart works just as well. Sure, 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 sure. And boy, howdy, wouldn't you know it. (laughs) Cora's heart happens to be outside of her body. So fucking convenient. How convenient. She can whisper over the heart. And then all she simply has to do is put the heart back in Cora's body. And then Cora will die. Uh Uh-huh. And... Mary Margaret's like, okay, or if I have Cora's heart, I could use it to force her to do the right thing, and then I could let you die, and I would just snuff out two evils with one stone. You right, you right. And he, Gold's like, well, yeah, but imagine Henry's face when he realizes that you killed my his grandpa. Haha. <laughs> you right, you right. Emma interrupts this little conversation, and Gold tells her to cast a protection spell. And she's like, um, I don't know how to do that. I can I spell spell. I just magic chalk for the first time. And now you want me to what? I can spell spell, but I'm not going to be able to do a spell. And he's like, no, no, you can. And at first she's like, no, no. And he's like, stop thinking about it. Magic is emotion. You need to think about who you're protecting and why you're protecting them. And she does. Hmm. And it works. Good for her. Right for her. Back in the Enchanted Forest. Cora is failing at spinning straw. It's not working. Mm -hmm. And Rumpel says, stop thinking. Magic is emotional. I don't like that parallel they've given us, Uh given what's about to happen here. Uh Uh-huh. So he says, think about a time you were so angry you could have and would have killed somebody. Sure. And rather than telling him, She says, well, what's your moment? What do you think of? And he talks about the time that a man forced him to kneel and kiss his boot in front of his son. And in his, you know, in his thoughts, he goes back and he snaps the man's neck and it's all gruesome. And so, and Cora's like, oh, so it's the bloodlust for you. And he's like, yep, it's the bloodlust for me. And it's the bloodlust for both of them. Because they are both very clearly lusting, simply. No blood about it. So they're both real turned on by this talk. And she starts talking about how she would like to make the king kneel and... Sure. She talks about how she hated him for making him kneel, and it gets weird. 
and it gets really sensual and like so much sniffing rumpelstiltskin moves behind her and puts his hands on her shoulder it's very much like that scene in ghost it is it's pottery yeah it's ghost but like uncomfy truly uncomfortable because all i think what makes me most uncomfortable about this scene is not okay. that like you know Rumple is like behind her and like stroking her arms although that just is it's a little uncomfy and, it's right. the fact that at no point does this man's lips touch her skin no, his nose gets squashed quite a few times. Yes. No, no, he's just sniffing her. He's not kissing up and down her arm. Like, it's not a sexy... It's clearly meant to be a sexy thing, but, like, it's not like he's kissing her. And I All he's doing is theory, sniffing her. And if I think your theory was right, that makeup is probably not the most... Yeah, um, I, I think that he doesn't permanent? get... Permanent? Yeah, I think if he were to, like, kiss, especially because, like, obviously, any makeup around your mouth is near water. Because of your mm-hmm. saliva. So, so I think they just said like, ra- like Yeah, like don't, don't so the actually kiss. Just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> it's, it's, and it makes the scene so wildly uncomfortable. Because you just keep waiting for him to like start Do kissing something. her. And no, all he does is smell her. A lot. Yeah. So that's a... He's uh, attracted to her pheromones. I guess. I suppose. I guess. Um, whatever it is, it works. Gold is spun. Yay. More ways than one. And, uh... <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know anymore. The next day, Rumple is in the crowd in a cloak watching as Cora shows off all her handiwork. Sure. And the prince proposes and Cora accepts. Aw. Great. This poor prince really has no say. He's no. just been told this is he happening to you. He also does not officially have a name in this episode. No. We're just meant to infer that this is Henry. I guess. Because of the end of the episode. So yeah. I may say Henry. It's That's who it should be. I assume it is. I assume I'm it's check. meant to I'm be. I'm going to check the official credits of the episode. As a treat. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, it's... Prince Henry, yep. Zach Santiago is There Prince you Henry. go. So this is Henry. This is Henry Sr. before... Sure. He became the Henry Senior we all know, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess. All right. Well, back in the uh, Enchanted Forest. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Back in Storybook. David and Mary Margaret are talking again. They're doing a lot of talking where Snow was like, I would like to do a murder now, please. And David is like, you would not like to do a murder now, please. And she's like, but I would really <laughs> like to do a murder now, I think please. I- I would like one murder, please. Yeah, I would like to do the murder. And he's like, you would not like to do the murder. And I think she, I would. It's like, I would like to do the murder. And he's like, you can't come back from murder. And she's like, I would still like to do the murder. 
so they're having the murder conversation when they are interrupted by a shaking. Outside, Regina and Cora are using their joint magic fireballs to Ooh. break the protection shield that Emma put mother, up 10 seconds mother ago. Mother-daughter bonding. So yeah, it's mother-daughter mother bonding time is what daughter, that daughter, is. Daughter. Yep. Uh-huh. 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 I, I tried my best. I'm no, not even I drinking. tried my best. And I have no excuse. It is. It's rough out there. I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah, they're they're fighting, they're living their dream, mm-hmm. breaking that protection spell. Good for them. Glad we spent a whole scene setting it up. Yeah, thank God. Um, the Charmings all take up their position with their weapons because it takes a single fireball for them to. The Charmings plus Neil Cassidy, with his sword he was polishing earlier. Uh, yes. Weirdly. Held yeah. at an awkward angle. Just as I feel like any time you have any character polishing their sword, it's just uncomfy. They well, because they all hold it right around waist height, <laughs> like and sticking don't. out, <laughs> fully erect, ready to helicopter at any moment. <laughs> so anyhow, Emma tries to talk to Regina, and Regina's like, "Do not talk to me." And, you know, they're having this standoff and Mary Margaret sneaks out the back door while everybody's in this big old fight. Not much really happens except David gets thrown out the door. Immediately. Immediately and locked out. Um, And basically the dagger falls to the floor between Neil and Cora Neil tells Cora to choose wisely. She uses magic is, to pull it towards Emma's her. Emma's like behind Regina with a knife, yeah, right? Yeah, like so it's very much like power or your daughter, bitch. bitch choose one. Choose one. Yeah, because Re- Emma's got a knife to her, her Regina's throat, and and Regina's even like mother. Like, yeah, mom, like, like hi. You're not, you're not gonna ma- pick ma- the dagger ma- over me, mom, right? Mum, mummy, mummy, please, please no. Don't make this happen. But obviously Cora goes, well, power, and pulls the dagger towards her. Emma slams Regina into the glass case and Cora with her. So instead of killing Regina, she they just get slammed into the glass case while Neil and Emma run into the back room and Neil, Emma creates another invisible barrier because it worked really well last time. It worked so fucking well. I'm proud of her. I'm so proud. But as they go to, like, start blasting through the barrier that Emma put up, Cora senses that her heart, something's going on with her heart, and sends Regina to the vault to check it out. That probably for the best. I guess so. We're back in the Enchanted Forest. It's the day before uh, Cora marries Henry, and Rumpel shows up and they have this whole conversation and it's flirty and it's gross and they make out and I don't like they it. Do. And, um, you know, he's like, it. do you like the dress? Like, do you like this view of the dress as much as I like this view of the dress? And she's like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. She's like, it's funny because it's Snow White. And she's like, well, but my brides are supposed to be Snow White. And he's like, ha ha ha. When you see the future, there's irony everywhere. Ha ha. Well, we have at least kept her full episode arc that you can tell the future. Yeah. 
They're reminding us for now, plot relevant later, I guess. I guess, yeah. So with this marriage, Cora stands to be in line, like fifth in line for the throne, I guess. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of ready and like, she's like, okay, but what if I didn't get married and what if I went and married. ran away with you? And he's like, I all I can give you is darkness and isolation. And she's like, yeah, and love. He's like, yeah, and I can. Sexy, evil love. Yeah, sexy, evil love. That's the title of my sex tape. Um, <laughs> That's the title self-burn. of this episode. It's <laughs> really. Sexy, <laughs> evil love. Sexy, evil love. Uh, so, Rumble is like, okay, and yada yada. They have this whole conversation. And basically, Rumble's like, well, what if I amend the contract again? Mm-hmm. And this time... Instead of uh, owing me just any old random baby, you could owe me my baby. Have sex with me, Cora. Now. (laughs) Make a baby with me and then I keep it. (laughs) Maybe you're there. Maybe you're not. I don't know. (laughs) Sure. And, um... Cora agrees to that. Also, Cora decides she wants to kill the king by ripping out his heart and is like, Rumpelstiltskin, you're gonna teach me. He's like, yeah. He's like, fuck yeah, I will. Fuck yeah, I am. Because bloodlust. Because bloodlust. That's uh, that's actually the first step in getting his side of the contract fulfilled. Ooh. Getting that baby. <laughs> to put in the baby room. Oh no. So... Back in Storybrooke, Emma and David realize that Mary Margaret isn't with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Not in the room. Not with David outside. I wonder where she is. Gee, where Gee. is Mary Margaret? Has Cora felt someone near her heart? And Gee. Mary Margaret has been talking about murder the whole episode. It's almost like Mary Margaret has broken into the vault and took in the murder candle with her and whispers Cora's name above the Cora's heart. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Back in the Enchanted Forest, Cora and the king goes to have a conversation with the king. There, It's late at night. He's counting all of his spools of gold thread. Because now that she's broken the economy. Now that she can also break the economy. <laughs> and the king basically says, well, because she walks in and she's like, I don't love your son. And he's like, yeah, there's not much there to love, so I don't blame you about that one. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he hates his son. He really does. To be fair, this episode does portray Henry the way he is as an old man. It's very passive and like, eh. Oh, I guess. Sure, we might as well do this. So, he's like, yeah, didn't think you did. Didn't think you'd want to. Um, But the way I see it, you've got a choice. You can either run off and Mm -hmm. be poor with that weird little dark imp you think nobody knows about. Or you could stay, get married, and you will have a whole kingdom at your feet. Mm-hmm. It's important to me that everyone knows he's holding her hand and rubbing his thumbs across her knuckles. This yeah, time. it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's real uncomfortable. They're having this conversation and she's holding his hands and like they're really close and it's late at night and night clothes and it's just it's weird it's weird it's a weird stylistic choice for this moment yeah for this particular moment i guess maybe just the thought of power is getting her off 
Um, maybe that's the choice. Yeah. But, so she is, like, she strokes her hand up over his heart and says, wow, like, you know, if things really are the way you say they are, it sounds like just having a heart is a liability altogether. And then uh-huh. we see her emerge, and now she is holding a box that has a glowing heart within it. Weird. Bum, bum, bum. We're not going to find out what exactly that means. Right now, we're meant to think, oh, she took his heart. Just like she wanted Just to. Just like she said she would. Yep. We're back Good in Storybrooke. Cora starts to break through into the barrier. Gold is like, I'm going to call Belle. And they're like, she does not remember you. And he's like, I'm going to call Belle. So he calls this poor woman with amnesia and is like, listen, I'm dying. And she's like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you don't know who you are, so I'll tell you tell you you who you are. Again, with patronizing. Women love being told who they are, for the record. Everyone loves being told who they are. Yeah. So he has this whole big long spiel about who she is, and she is a very beautiful lady who loved a very ugly man. Sure. And she's listening to this. Very patiently. She could have hung up at any moment, but granted, he didn't guilt her with the I'm dying. I'm dying. So what's she supposed to do? Right. You're like, oh, shit. Do I hang up on the dying dude? So, it just occurred to me that Hook is still full on in, in a storage closet. <laughs> in, in a storage Hook unit. Fuck New York. Yep. In a storage unit. God. Okay, that's it. Continue. So, that's happening. Gold has a conversation with Belle, and then Neil's kind of like overhearing that and like, who the fuck is Belle? And I was like, well, that's his girlfriend. Um, Not really. Not, not particularly, right but kind of. And, uh, Basically, hearing Gold talk to Belle like that, he's like, oh, I could have used that softness and, like, I could have used all of that. I didn't think you still had it in ya, but you do. And Gold's like, I'm dying, and he's like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm kind of dying. Um, Surprise. Neil and Gold keep talking and Neil still says he's still angry, but Gold, very weak, reaches out his hand, and, like, finally Neil very dramatically turns and, like, takes his dad's hand and is, like, crying over him. It's a very sweet but moment. It was very funny, because as we're watching this moment and Neil's trying not to cry, I was like, you know, like, he's, I, the actor really does do a great job of, you know, doing that that I'm trying to hold back tears because mm-hmm. if I start, I won't stop. And right as I was commending how well the acting was, he, like, dramatically thrusts his whole hand forward and grabs Rumpelstiltskin by the hand. And it was very dramatic and unintentionally humorous. Unintentionally and very every compliment I had just awarded <laughs> to the scene. Yeah, like, I kind of got the vibe that I think he was going for, like, when a little kid cries. Yeah. You know how they'll, like, totally thrust their whole body into it? Yeah. And so I get what he was going for, but also seeing a grown man do that is very funny. And just like hearing a grown man say Papa. Exactly. And you just don't want to Just do like. So we leave them there. And this is where things take a turn for the fucked up. Mm-hmm. In Regina's vault, Regina catches mm-hmm. Mary Margaret. 
she has the heart with her mm-hmm. and basically says she Cora never had her heart. She couldn't love you because she, she can't love you. She does not have a heart. Apparently now love is stored in the heart. It's true. I've thought of something. I'll oh, leave no. it for later because we're we're in the end game now. Yep. But um basically she says Cora can't love you. She can't love you without this. And right. you can take this. And if you take it and you give your heart back her Cora her heart back, you can be a part of the family that Henry's always wanted. And you everything will be made right or Cora can be the dark one. And those are kind of the two options. options. We're back in the Enchanted Forest. Rumple and Cora meet at night. They're supposed to be running away. And they kiss. And Rumple realizes, like... (laughs) Like, one kiss, he's like, that wasn't lusty or sexy enough. What's what's up? Babe, what's wrong? You don't don't have, like, a murder on (laughs) on your face. And basically... Cora reveals that she has a wedding to get to because she did not remove the king's heart. She chose not to remove the king's heart and instead Uh she's removed her up. Uh So she's not going to run away with him. She's going to stay and get married and he's like, well, I'll take your baby. And she's like, no, Rumpel, you said you would, the contract now says you can have your baby. And um, I won't be having any babies that are yours. So, bye. Uh, yeah, we're back in Yikes. Storybrooke. Yikes! That's that's kind of the end of the scene. It's upsetting. He's mad about it. Back in Storybrooke, Snow oh. is in the vault, and David finds her. She's like in fetal position. Like she's in full fetal position. She's very upset by the evil she's just done because she has committed evil. They proceed not to call Regina's cell phone. She's just as in there saying like I, I she's like I, this I, isn't I, me. I, I why did I do this? Why did I do fucking move? Fucking, fucking run. Call someone. call Pick Emma. A phone. Call, call anybody. So, yeah. No, they do nothing. They, they just sit there going, oh no, this is terrible. This is terrible. They don't call anybody. Cora gets into the room and she is getting ready to kill Rumple. He's like, wait, I just want to know, did you ever really love me? And she's like, yeah, I had to remove my heart. You were the only man I ever really loved. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Also, I'm going to kill you. But just before she gets the dagger into Rumple's chest mm-hmm. regina sticks her heart back in and she kind of like stumbles and looks at regina and just grins like your like happy big happy grin grin we have not seen from cora at all like barbara hershey my god and um this is fucked that's in my it's notes so this is so fucked. fucked this is so deeply fucked up more we, on it later. We go back to the Enchanted Forest where new mom Cora introduces her jo- daughter to the kingdom. This is baby Regina because she will one day be queen. We go back to storybook. Cora moves towards Regina. They're going to embrace. 
And then she stumbles with Rumpelstab's wound now in her chest. Regina holds her as she collapses to the ground. She says, Mommy, at one point, I would like to... She's like, what's going on, Ma? Like, what's happening? And Cora says, um, and she, like, looks up at Regina and very quietly is like, this would have been enough. And, like, manages, you would have been enough. (laughs) And proceeds to die. It's, again, in my notes, it's fucked. It's so deeply fucked up. And, like, Rumple gets up and he very slyly is like, oh, I'll just be taking that dagger back now. And he says something. I don't remember what he says, but obviously Regina turns around and is like, do not talk. You you did this. You took her life. You took her life. You've done something. He's like, I've done nothing. And then David and Snow White stumble into the room, having not called anyone's cell phone. Regina, no! But it's too late, and Regina looks up with absolute fury and anger in her eyes and is like, you did this. End of episode. Motherfucker, take a drink of wine right now. Jesus Christ. It, this is fucked. Let's, let's start there. Let's just, let's, let's start at the end. This is the most fucked murder we have. This, we were discussing this after we watched. Yeah, Regina has done some horrible things, but never has she ever had someone else murder on her behalf their mother. Right, or nobody. Anyone. She does her own dirty work every time. Right. She does not, like, the plan was never steal David's heart and make and him make murder David Snow. Kills. Yeah, that or never... steal Snow's heart and make Snow kill David. It's never nope. that. She does it herself every single time. She has her own It's agency. never this. Snow, she could have put the heart in Cora herself. The, yes. Instead, she was like, Regina, your mother could love you. Right. She doesn't love you right now because she doesn't have, have a, heart. a heart. You should go give her you her heart back. Because then you can have that heart. Of maybe you killed her because you also did this. Uh-huh. This is fucked. <laughs> like, the And this is out of our hero. Say, the fact that this show still tries to get us on the snow as a hero train after this. Like, this moment in my head should have happened far later in the show this i this is why i'm like oh this show should have been about three seasons Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they should have had three seasons because if they had had three seasons like all of next season would have been dealing with this repercussion and like what's going on and then you could have wrapped it up at the end but like the we fact maybe that we deal with her darkening heart for like three episodes, and we drop that horse. Drop that horse. That's not a saying. Yeah, we drop the horse. That's what we drop. <laughs> the thread. You're sure. thinking of thread? Dropping a thread. I don't know what you're doing sure. with the horse. Why is the horse here? <laughs> but it's know. been dropped. No matter what, the this horse is has a been bad dropped. Back situation. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> You said it so confidently. Um, yeah, no, it's fucked. It's fucked. It's, it, it's 
It's the fact that Snow sat there and thought, how will I do this? I know I'll have Regina do it. Right. And then the fact that not only was, and here's where I I get that the timeline's probably fuzzy. I get that likely we're meant to think, okay, they realize Snow's not there around the same time that Regina's arriving to the vault. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's kind of so that they can have yeah. that conversation and David could be going there on the sure. way. Sure. Which, Imagine okay. Imagine David and Regina pass. He's like, hey, Regina, nice heart. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there? <laughs> it's smoothie. It's, <laughs> it's the, um... From the Umbrella Academy, like them in the car. <laughs> yes, but like I, so I guess that's what's supposed to be happening. Except then, because like then, okay, I get that he would arrive right after it's happened. Snow's having her crisis, but hasn't come up with a plan mm-hmm. on how to stop it. Sure, and because Regina can teleport, it's too fast to right like they can't stop it right that that's all but well and good she's sitting there just going oh no i did this well to me i'm like it's the fact that like because again i can i can see the argument literally regina poofs out and david walks in so there's really been no time for snow to do anything except go like right. shit what did i do but it's the, fa- it's the fact that nobody goes, okay, we need to call her. Or the fact that, like, also, then, they are close enough that... They run in. They run in after. almost immediately after. Which, if this and is milliseconds we, later... And we, the way we leave them, he's comforting her and he's like, yeah. you're done. Like, they're not moving anytime soon. They're having a rough moment. And they're not, like... It's, again, there's no... like, ten minutes... Again, all you had to do, all you had to do to make this make more sense. Like, she could still be upset, but she should be fumbling for her phone. She could drop it and break it for all I care. Or there's no self-service in the vault. Whatever it is. But she should have to call and be trying, like, to get a hold of anybody to solve. It would make me feel slightly more sympathetic. Because the fact she's just sitting there going, what did I do? Right, try to stop it. Try to stop it. Clearly, you don't feel that bad. You're just like, guess it. Guess she's dying. Guess I did this. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But. This is the woman that later will be like, our child might be evil. Better put that evil into a dragon egg. So she's always made sketchy choices. Let's be clear. Snow is sketch. Snow is absolutely sketch. Um, she's yeah. She's our hero, so, so good for her. Well, and again, I mean, and. We're headed down addressing this. It's not like we just walk at this off, which I appreciate. No, but but it's but it's that they make it such a big deal that her heart was black. And by all accounts that we learn of shit she's done in the past, it should already be black. It should already be black. This should not have been the moment that changed it. Wait, like the second she decided my infant might be evil, I'm going to put that in. in I'm going to steal a baby. Evil. I'm going to pull I'm a Rumpelstiltskin and I'm going to put the evil in a baby. Evil in that. Uh huh. The second she did that should have been a, 
Oh, oh, you're already a little fucked, babe. Yeah. You're already, we already have some problems. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was a whole thing. It, it was a whole thing. Um, there's just a comment that's made earlier mm-hmm. in the episode. Um, Cora mm-hmm. says, the Dark One's powers yep. will go away if yep. Rumpelstiltskin dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be no more Dark mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. So in season five, mm-hmm. end of season four, beginning of season five, I believe. Yeah. Or no, mid, mid-season five. Doesn't matter. In that era mm-hmm. of timeliness, there is a whole thing where they say... If the Dark One dies, it must, his power must have, like, a host to latch onto and uh-huh. just attach to someone. And that's why Emma's like, I want to earn my sparkles and be a murdered bitch. Uh-huh. And Murder swan. Her, yeets herself in front of the Dark One magic and is like, I can do this. Uh-huh. So they, they change the lore. They decide Fully. that, no, no, we, we you can die. The Dark One will just chaotically exist in nature. Fully. Fully. Now the Dark One is an entity unto itself and mm-hmm. not like and I like it so much I, I, I got caught. My words got caught in my brain but no, you're I good. like it so much better as this as something that is created and passed on because of evil. Because of human yes. evil and human right? greed and human desires and if if someone does the altruistic thing or if a dark one dies, although theoretically no dark one should die. But yeah. that being said, if something were to happen and they were to die of natural causes or whatever it mm-hmm. takes to take a dark one out, that evil goes away. Right. And like, I don't know, maybe it has to be harnessed again by some great, immense evil deed or whatever it sure. is. But I like this so much better than like... It's a natural force that will find a place to host itself regardless of the willingness of the participant. Yeah. Like, I like that it has to be passed on by somebody who wants it. And then it's curse. Right. That's an interesting take on it. I... Again, this show is not meant to be binged. No, you you find too many things that make you go, wait, what? Yeah. That was something that everybody forgot that this season two episode happened by the time they got mm-hmm. to that episode. And they're like, oh, well, we want to do Dark One stuff, so yep. how are we going to make this happen? <laughs> right. Um, Forget what we said. Yeah. You said you want to talk about something about love being in the heart. Mm-hmm. You, came up, you, you had a thought. Now I I'm, did. I'm, I can't stop wondering what this is. Okay. Okay. So spoilers for next. I think it's next season. I think it's season three. I think. Probably. It's probably season three. I can't think of when it w- other time it would be. Okay. Later in the season, or la- later in the series, there is a curse that happens. Mm-hmm. And basically, David is dying. So Snow splits her heart in half. Because that's a thing we can do. Half. She that to David. That's yeah, the that's, that's solution. Like, like you have that part. I'm tired of the. That's. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Uh, that's too damn bad. <laughs> but this episode seems to imply you need your heart to love, right? Sure. Right. Yep. 
Cora cannot yep, love her daughter unless that's what we've been taught until her heart is in her chest. Does that mean that when half your heart is outside of your chest, that you ha- love half everybody one. half as much? Yep. Great. It's okay. that line from Lord of the Rings. I'm going to find it because I don't fuck it up. I don't know half of you half as well as I would like, and I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. Yep. The second half, primarily. Primarily. But, but yeah, <laughs> that, that's now it's season three. Yeah. I like less than half of you half as well as you deserve. Yeah. She's like, mm, yeah, you all suck. Because I have half my heart now, so I only like you half as much as I, I used to. I always thought you sucked, but now I get to say now it. Now I get to me. say it out loud. So it's better for me. <laughs> so yeah, again, these things that you're like, oh, this shouldn't matter. but it- Except you keep doing shit that makes it matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not going to come up. Like, that's not anything except me being nitpicky. It doesn't matter. She can love but everybody that- fully. However much they want, but... Yep, but it matters to me. It matters because in a, in a... Something like that wouldn't bother me in a world that has been built solidly. But because right. the rules keep shifting, I'm like, well, that could have mattered. Yeah, it should have mattered by what you told me before. But it didn't, so... Uh-huh. And it could have been a cool thing. We've already gotten some evil snow. Give us some more. That could be fun. Right. Or just some, like, suddenly apathetic snow. Yeah. Someone who's, like, not... Like when she takes the anti-love potion and it's just cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially because you will recall this is when they've got a baby. Yeah. So, like, it could be a weird, like, postpartum... Like, they're kind trying to figure out why she's... Yeah, why... And, like, is it a postpartum depression thing? Is it, like... Yeah, it could be... Nope. No. That's too deep for this show. No, I know. Come on. Come on now. Yep. Come on now. Uh, we need to put an egg, an evil egg through a portal. We got shit to do. Exactly. Um, one more thing I want to discuss, and you actually brought this up, is... Uh-huh. So, why did Cora not just pull a dice whip situation? She's Truly. She's for the throne. We've seen that she can... Dice whip, by the way. Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Uh, he wants to be... The an heir to the fortune. Heir. He finds out yeah, he's a distant yeah. relation to a very rich family. Yes. And there are a certain killing... number of dice quiths, his family that members, family in front of him. So he just starts one by one killing them off. We've seen Cora kill people off very effectively and very quickly. Cough, cough, being Ava. Yeah. Who deserved it? By Who all accounts. <laughs> so it's weird to me... That she's like, well, now Regina needs to marry even further up. Right. Just slowly kill everyone off. You made it very easy before. Right. I don't understand. What I don't understand is why Henry had to be a prince. Right. There's no reason. He should have just been somebody very rich. Yeah. And that would have been enough because that would have granted her power. And it would have made the comment at the end, because Regina will one day be queen, more like, oh, she is manifesting this from a place where she exactly. is not already in line for a throne. She's just saying, I'm on my way, bitch, and she will be a queen one Right. Day. Like, I might not make it to queen, but this bitch sure is. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, and see, it could have even been in the court. Like, they could have been dukes or, like... Yeah, a- I don't know. I, whoever is the most powerful except for the for royalty. That would have been fine by me. It just it does 
I don't understand why he had to be a prince. I, I get the, the power thing. Yep. But then that messes up her motivations yep. for everything with Regina. Because all of right. everything she does with Regina, number one, is meant to get Regina more power. Which, if you're in line for the throne... You already have a considerable amount. You have a, you have a clear avenue to a lot of power. Yeah. Yep. And again... Just work your... Or, Regina should have been a princess from the start, but yeah. it was a small, tiny, bankrupt kingdom. And, nope, yeah. Regina, sorry, you've got to marry for power and wealth. Yeah. Too bad. Give us give us more. There's uh, there's too many ways to write this out, and you went here, which it, is nothing. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Any, 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 any other things that make you... My Angry blood boil. The, the, the aforementioned uh, Ava was a bitch and deserved what was coming for her. That makes me so angry. I cannot <laughs> tell you how angry that scene makes me. Oh, also. Horrible. So you're meaning. Okay, okay. Because we're going to get another. When we have another spoiler alert. When we get Selena. Mm hmm. We get more Cora backstory. Yeah. And we, I don't we get more Ava's a bitch. Yeah, Ava blackmails. I blackmails. And I could have sworn it was. I could have sworn it was Leopold. I could have sworn. I don't oh. know that it is, but I'm almost positive. Now I. Now I'm I, guessing. I'm like I. I have to. I. My God. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. No. They, like, they they met. It's it's okay. Ava and Leopold. And okay. that's before this episode. Ava's a bitch. Well, okay. Well, it would make her behavior here make more sense, I guess. Because she'd be like, I'm, oh, look, it's that oh, bitchy commenter. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and trip you. But it's weird to give us that and then so, a full season later more context of like, oh, maybe this is why she was terrible. And also, how many times does this woman run into Ava? My God. <laughs> like, she's obsessed with her. <laughs> Literally, she's like, oh, okay. Well, I got knocked up by this terrible person, but the, the King Leopold really... The Prince Leopold, he really likes me, so I'm just going to do that. Oh, wait, this bitch Ava blackmailed yeah. me. This is terrible. They got married. She should have recognized her. Cora should have been like, you. Yeah. But also, oh, no. like, I just, I, when? When does, when does this happen? When did she birth a whole does, ass child? Well, before? that was before this episode. Yeah, but like, that's <laughs> But then, but then, because this would have had to have happened post Zelina, I would think, (laughs) would have to be after Zelina for them to have context, but before Ava marries Leopold, which is, but, (laughs) when does that happen? Like, 
timeline unclear. I don't. I know it doesn't make sense, but I wanted the Enchanted Christmas to happen, so I made it work. Everyone's in the wild. I think we talked about this uh, last season, the but there was, there was someone who was trying to put all of the events of the Rumbell ship in chronological order, and... <laughs> They at one point said, I know it doesn't make sense for this to happen at Christmas, but I wanted there to be the Enchanted Christmas timeline, so here we go. Yep. And, <laughs> and I appreciate that. It doesn't that. make sense, but I want it, so it's it does. does. So now it does. And I, I love that. I, I love that for I you. I forget that. I forget the, I'm sure I have the link somewhere, but that website, that person lives in my head right for Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I just, I, the timeline right here is just, it's crunchy. It, it's, yikes. I don't, the fact that this woman has two separate run-ins with Ava, and then Leopold, and then Leopold doesn't recognize her later when she's like, hey, old lover of mine, yeah. who I was going to trick into thinking a baby was mine, which means we were probably doing things that, like... Would lead to a baby, or you're a full idiot, either way. Either way. <laughs> um, it could be, it could be like a Finn and, uh... <laughs> they got in a hot tub. <laughs> they were in the hot springs. <laughs> Exactly, and she was like, "I think it might be pregnant." He was like, "Oh shit, that's how babies are made." Um, or you know, I mean, I I I, I, I can jump on board with, "Oh, I'm gonna marry him fast, and then we'll yeah. do things that babies that make babies, and and he just will will say the baby came early and done." Um, but she's like, "Hey, man, who almost was my baby's father?" Um. Uh-huh. How about you marry me this baby of mine? <laughs> yeah. That this other work. baby? Do you want this baby? Is this good for you? I couldn't have your baby, but do you want to have my baby? <laughs> Will that work? Will that work for you? God. I don't. And I guess, I guess if I saw, if there was someone I knew and they were 20 and I didn't see them again until they were like, thir- like 40 or 50, I may not recognize them. Sure, but you wouldn't, but you wouldn't recognize like their voice. Yeah. Like, or anything about them, especially when the resemblance is so stunning. Yeah, that's, that's even given by even pl- portrayed by two separate people. Um, so yeah, uh, the, it Yikes. just yeah, um, it's just really important to me that everybody knows that in my notes for this episode, written across three to four lines of my paper, stop sniffing her. Yeah. Just stop. We we spent a lot of time on the sniffing, but I just needed to reiterate. That's fair. That is perfectly valid. Oh, also, um, something I just want, I, I meant to put it in. Um, I don't think that, it, it, it was very nice, it was a very nice thought that she was like, oh, I'm not going to have your baby, so I get out of my contract. Yeah. Um, that was a very nice thought, but I'm always, as, as a woman, I'm sitting there going like, oh, I don't, I, ma'am, yeah. I, I, there are ways he could make you have a baby. It would be unpleasant. Not right for an 8 p.m. show on a ABC network for a fairy tale but, show, but, but I was concerned. <laughs> like, a mm, little bit. That's a, that's a contract to make. Don't make it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, there's mm, magic there's or it's not good or elsewise. I I'm concerned none, for none your good. safety. None, none, none good choice. 
Also, I don't, I don't think that's how contracts work. No. I don't think you get to sign a contract and then be like, well, I'm just not going to hold up that part, so right. not, not you have, have to let me out of it. I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel like you could be like, okay, um, so I've agreed, so I've agreed, I, and I've signed over the, your, your right to ten, this ten dollars. And then I give away that ten dollars and you come to me and are like, I would like that ten dollars. And I'm like, well, I don't have that ten dollars anymore. So I no longer have to pay you any money. No, no, that's, trust me, it's definitely how it works. Yeah. I don't think, I, I just don't think that's how it works. I think, I think uh, I probably would have to find some $10 and hand them to you. Probably. Like, I think, I think that's pretty much how contracts work. Like. Yeah, but especially contract with Mr. Gold, Rumpelstiltskin, whomever. Yeah, 100%. So, anyhow, yeah, that's, that's it. So, lists. Lists. Um. On the family tree front, that's very, very simple. We officially get young Henry, and I guess we get to put Xavier, King Xavier. Sure. Great, great grandpa Xavier yep. on the tree. But other than that. I guess, yeah, we already knew Cora and Henry were married. We're married and had a thing. baby. So. Yep. Like, we knew that part. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of our really only. New information is Cora's father-in-law. Um, on the fuck fern. Um, oh. Jesus Christ. Cora and Rumpel are already technically on there because they do share a weird little kiss. Yeah. But it, uh, now I have to, like, mark it as a, like, hookup. Yeah, they're, they had a long-term, we assume, thing. Uh-huh. It is, it, Yeah. They had a longer term thing than just a weird little Long peck on a chip. Term thing, they were going run to run away together and have a contract of babies. Yeah, yeah. So is that yes. what a group of babies are called? A contract of babies. Yes. <laughs> Great. I can only assume. <laughs> um. So that's happening, and then it doesn't matter. We never see him again. But I do feel like I must give. Xavier and Cora a strike. Oh, that's unfortunate. But because yeah, you're right. It's it, it the the dancing is weird, the thumb stroking is weird, the hand on the chest is weird. Yeah. It's Other all than very that, weird. It's all very easy. That's nice. Done and done. Mine is relatively easy too. We don't have magic beans, we have no new curses. We do have to discuss Emma's superpower. Yeah. So if you recall, at the beginning of the episode, when she's conferring with Mr. Gold, she asks, how are you doing? And he says, I'm doing better. Mm-hmm. And then later, I think it's yeah, he's David talking or Snow, I think. Snow. And she's like, how are you, are you doing better? You're not better? getting he's better. Like, he's like, no, I'm dying. Like, absolutely, I'm not getting better. I'm not going to get better. Yeah. So he full lied to Emma and said, I'm doing yep. good, doing better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay. Yep. Or she didn't care, but the fact that they didn't acknowledge it, she didn't give a look. Like, as far as we know, she heard that and went, okay, I believe him. Yeah, he's getting stronger. Well, because, yeah, she's like, oh, we're going to save you, but then does not seem to be particularly concerned about the saving part. 
she no. was concerned when it was like, oh, he's dying. But then I think maybe like it felt like, oh, we got back to Storybrooke. There's magic here. That so helped. like, yeah, that's helping. helping him. So we're not, yeah. we just we have to focus on the core and Regina of it all. And not, we not so much worrying about. Yeah. The saving Which him was part. absolutely his goal because he was like, right. I want her to not have my dagger. This is terrible. So we right. need to focus on that. Right. Like he, that's what he but wants. she should have clocked it and been like, um, I don't. Think I think I you're probably dying. Yeah. Yeah. So she, the superpower has been utilized seven times, we'll say. Uh-huh. It has failed six. God, it just keeps getting worse. She has one time this season, this is just for this season, one time she has caught someone in a lie and been like, mm. I don't think so, buddy. Yeah. So that that's upsetting to me. That's rough. That's yeah. truly rough. Yeah. She's, yeah. She, I'm glad she's one of the more important characters in the episode and will never be around for no reason at all. Anyways, let's discuss <laughs> the LVP. <laughs> Alright, so um let's talk who is <laughs> let's talk about who is um uh, could be eligible. We've got least valuable person. Least valuable person. Of course, the rules of the least valuable person, they must be involved in the main plot. They cannot just be there to give exposition. Mm-hmm. Um we are looking yeah. for people who are in the main plot and could easily be written out because they're not really doing much. Or are enacting parts of the plot that are like, oh, well, this is a useless side detour like anyway. Like, the plot for no good reason. Yeah. Like, there's no real reason we need to be spending time with this. Yep. Okay. So, um, up for... Uh, for your consideration. For your have. consideration. Obviously, people like Belle and Henry are not... In the, no, they are side characters. They they're here for three seconds, here to listen to some things and say some things, and then they don't move plot forward. Right, like they're, they're not vehicles to receive plot, essentially, yes. if anything. So, so obviously, Cora is in, Cora is one of the characters. We have Regina. Yep. Uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Neil. Neil. Emma. Snow. David, Mar- Mary Margaret. David's. Yeah, yeah that's that was that's it. That's it. It's a it's a pretty small cast of contenders. Let's let's start, I guess, checking people off who are too important to not be here. Obviously, Cora. Cora. She's got to die. Obviously, Mary Margaret. She's got to murder. She's got to murder. Obviously, Rumpelstiltskin because he's got to get the murder to happen and to teach the murder. Um, uh, we need Regina because it's her. Mom. This is her struggle right. and her wanting her mother to love her. This is right. The, and this is about to be a turning point. Um, uh, we need Dave. Well, David's kind of exposition, I guess, so he may not really be necessary, but he's reminding us of Mary Margaret struggling with wanting to murder. Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah, he's almost, he's almost out of contention simply because most of his work is, is exposition. Yeah. Um. Neil is important because this is his fault. It, is he even eligible? Like, he's in enough scenes. I think he's eligible. He's important because this is his father dying and he's now having to reconcile with dad issues. I, I think you could probably go between the two, him and the person we've chosen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think if you were a huge 
fan of the person we've chosen, you could definitely, certainly make an argument of, well, then why'd Neil have to be here? But that his being said, issues. yeah, daddy issues. It, it's, <laughs> it's his dad. Um, right. It's his dad dying. He's here to make amends with his father. Sure. And then he'll he'll have we just needed to get him to storybook really and it yeah. doesn't make sense for him not to be involved in this yeah since we brought him here where else is he going to be we brought him to storybook so he will be in the episode because otherwise where the fuck is he going to be exactly it doesn't make sense for him not to be at his dying father's side yeah um so Very that brings much us how, how when we were in um the Enchanted Forest at the beginning where Snow and Mary Margaret were Snow and Mary Margaret I did Emma too. and Snow were trapped over there it's like yeah, they're useless, but where are they supposed to be in this episode? They're trapped there. Like, yeah, they're annoying, to... but they're there because they're literally trapped there. Yeah, so that brings us to our our winner. Um, yeah. Once again, ah, uh, we're here again. Um, I don't, I don't know if it was clear. Mm. I think we've made it pretty clear. Um, I don't know who it is. Say more. Congratulations, Emma. You are the least valuable player of the week. I don't know what you are doing here except collecting a paycheck. She showed up to do a spell that held Cora and Regina back for approximately two minutes. She was here to mime some chalk. Yep. Yep. Um... And yeah. I, I, I recognized from a summation of the plot, it's her using her magic some more fine, fine. But she Right, it's her first help. spell. Sure. But she did not help the situation at all. Well, and also, she is neither helping Mary Margaret. Mm-mm. She's not helping her mom. <laughs> she's not helping Mary Margaret, and she's not opposing her either. I no. Even if... We had gotten, um, like a single thing of them kind of talking about it and Emma kind of agreeing. Yeah. Because it would, it should, she should have been involved in this decision a little bit. Like, because Emma, of all of the charmings, would have been the one to be like, you know what? Yeah. She's not going after my son? Like, She's coming after up. my son. Like... It, 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 I it's never time. agreed to be a hero, y'all. Exactly. Y'all keep saying hero. I never agreed to it. So even if she had kind of like made a distraction so her mom could leave on purpose, I'd yeah. be like, oh, okay. Didn't notice her mom was gone to her dad's like, how's Mary Margaret? And she was like, who? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know that name. Don't know her. I've never heard of her before. So yeah, I just... It, it's not that this again. This was a well constructed episode, and the people who were right. there needed to be there almost entirely. The spell held up zero percent. It was like, wait, we went through this whole thing of hold the magic chalk and make a magic circle and feel the emotion. We're gonna it like, worked. Get to the past. It, it worked work. better the second time, but not by sure. much. <laughs> but like, yeah, just you know, I mean, again, it. it the LVP is really who could we pluck out of this episode and not notice have nothing really change. No, and it's it's Emma because all you had to say is oh he's put up he had he's had time he to build up some all, spells in his shop. Yeah, 
before he left, he put protections on the shop. Which makes sense that he would have as he's abandoning his shop with everyone's magical shit in it. <laughs> exactly. What? How else is he going to keep people from looting Pinocchio's parents? <laughs> I... No one would loot those puppets. No, no, they're... it's Geppetto's oh, excuse parents. Me. Remember his trauma? Oh, excuse me. Pinocchio. <laughs> of course. Of course. No, uh, no, it's Pinocchio's parents. The creepy wooden no. dolls? No, they're Geppetto's. They're Pin- Geppetto. Jiminy Cricket raises Geppetto, and then Geppetto <gasps> right. has... Right, right, right. Every, oh, of I course. Do this every of time. course. Every time I think of it. Because he's wearing his little stupid leader hosen. <laughs> it's the stupid leader hosen. Anyhow, yeah. you are correct. Yes, it is Geppetto. You are right. We have but to. But it's stupid because his trauma makes him create wooden puppets because his parents were turned into Right, wooden right, right, right. Yeah. So, how else are you going to keep people from looting Geppetto's They're... creepy ventriloquist dummy parents? I cannot. What is, what, he, he should have had, so yeah, there's just, again, I know, I know why she's here, it's because JMO needed a paycheck this week, and we needed to put her in a certain number of episodes. And I need a break. But, you know, yeah, so that's it. This has been a bad time. This has been a bad time. Awful, awful, no good. But I have good news for you. What is it? Tell me, I need some good news. It can only go up from here. Praise David Christ. David is that what the kingdom is? David Christ is that what we call him? Or is it Jesus charming? Uh, interchangeable. David Christ. David Christ is better though. I think. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue. It does. Um, have a great week, everybody. Yes, we will see you next week for an episode that I don't remember the name of. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. We are next diving into episode 17, Welcome to Storybrooke, a.k.a. the first time Regina kidnaps a child. <laughs> she never kidnapped Henry, but the first time she tries to acquire a child, we'll this say. This is the first attempted child acquisition. Without oh, use yes, of the great child acquisition. <laughs> without use of Rumpelstiltskin's baby room. <laughs> I love it. Find us on Instagram at wine, wine, and once we post semi-regularly throughout the week and usually with yeah. shitty memes yeah um, it's a time it is a time so you can find us there or you can find us on gmail same wine wine and once send us your questions send us your thoughts would love Rate, to hear your thoughts comment whatever you want to do would love to hear please you know what if you're as upset about the mode and method of murder in this episode please write to me Please let me know. I need to know so that I'm not, not the alone. only one who's Please. completely fucked up by this. I crave the solidarity. Thank you. Please and thank you. Yup. All right. Well. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.